Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we are going to talk about such a relevant topic today, and that is grief in the workplace. And workplaces are home, and uh, a lot of people are home now. There's a lot of grief going on, right, Heidi? Absolutely. I think this is really, really uh, timely, Mom. And, you know, you spend, like you said, a lot of time with your work family and what happens when you're grieving and so much of the world right now is grieving so many losses. So we're going to talk with an expert today who is our friend and we've had him on a show before. We've had him on a, a, several of our shows, including our cable television show. And his name is R. Glenn Kelly and his son, Jonathan died at 16 of a rare congenital heart defect. Mm -hmm. He has written numerous books. Some of them are sometimes I cry in the shower, grief in the workplace, with a companion book called Taking Your Grief Case to Work. And he's got a recent one called Thursdays in the Grotto. He is a very popular workshop presenter. He has served on numerous boards of directors and he serves on the board of advisors for Le Bonner. Okay, Art Glenn, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm humbled to be here. I always am. I, I, I feel so much gratitude whenever you invite me on. Well, it's great to have you on. Now, talk to us about grief in the workplace and what's going on right now with grieving people, being at home alone, uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, what's What are your thoughts? Sure, and it, it expounds uh, a little bit beyond what we're used to, which is, you know, we deal a lot of times with personal grief on personal levels. You know, right now, the, the world, if you will, is kind of going through a, a grieving process. I always say that with our experiences, somebody took something away from us against our will. Yeah. And with our freedoms, as far as being able to get out and about, our freedoms to go to the workplace, our freedoms to do what we want, that's been taken away from us against our will. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that we're better equipped to deal with it, but as a country and as a world, I'm not so sure anybody's that, that ready to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But when I wrote the books, I, I didn't really focus so much on the the pandemic aspect of it, I drilled down, of course, to uh, looking at, at loss and, and looking how it affects a bereaved employee when they return to work and the workplace. I was, uh, I was employed. I was a number two in a, a rather large company when I lost John. And I always tell a, a real brief anecdote about the fact that, you know, before I lost John, every morning, my managers would stop by my door and say hello. And it gave me a chance to check in with each of them and see how the day was going. Then I returned after John passed. Nobody stopped by my door anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's that's kind of a harbinger of, you know, it wasn't a great business model for everybody, but it worked for me. I missed my manager stopping by every morning, but they were uncomfortable because they're uncomfortable with mortality. Well, I'm thinking about on Zoom right now when your whole uh, work community is on Zoom. I mean, maybe you have 10 people on Zoom and you had a loss. Or maybe, you know, it might have been two or three years ago, but you have an anniversary coming up. You, it, there's only a, an hour meeting, tight agenda. You're going to stop and say, oh, by the way, this is my uh, this anniversary of my dad's death. Right. My guess is no. no. My guess is you're going to be more isolated in that, in that spot right now. 
We do. And we take uh, work in a lot of ways. We take work as our second home and yeah. we take our work family as our second family. Um, yeah. You know, I told you off camera before we started, the average is, is the average U.S. employee will spend 90,000 hours in the workplace throughout their life. Wow. And they will spend more awake time with people at work. And this is all pre-pandemic and we'll come back to it, of course, but more awake time with people that you work with than you do with your loved ones at home. Yeah. So where are you getting the most influence in, in your grief journey? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Normally you're getting in the workplace and, and employers, you know, God love them, I understand it, but mortality is uncomfortable. We don't talk about uh, bereavement leave in, in our board meetings and planning sessions. And you know this as well as I do, we've talked about it before. What's the average number of bereavement days across the United States given by any company? Mm -hmm. Three. Yep. Mm -hmm. Three days. Well, and not only are people dealing with their own losses, but I have a client that had someone die in her office of COVID. And she said that they brought someone in and it was a it was not a good situation. They right. brought this person in and she said a bunch of euphemisms like, well, she's in a better place, et cetera, back to work right. now. There was right. like no place to really process it. You know, on the flip side, and I hear so many uh, company leaders say to me, you know, we had an employee who lost a, a child or a spouse and we did this and we did that. Did right. we do the right thing? Right. Because everybody wants to, to be compassionate. I mean, business leaders are not stoic and without heart. Yeah. Uh, they just don't have reason to go out and get trained in what to do or the right things to say, Heidi, you know? What are the things that are, I mean, this is what you do for a living. You go in and to the workplace. What are things that are helpful in the work environment when you go in, I mean, what do you usually do? Yeah, to let them know that when an employee returns, they are going to need a little time. I mean, you guys know physically and emotionally, we're not the same person we were before, but we will be again. And we want the employer to know that. That's a valued asset that they've got right there. Yeah. Each one of us that are our employees are an investment to the company. They don't want to get rid of us, but they have to understand that there are going to be some limitations when we come back. And, and not only is it um, us, but it's also the safety of the other employees when we come back. Think of if you've come back and your sleep patterns have been off or your eating habits have been off because you're going through the, the acute stages, just transitioning into uh, that point where you can start to function again, physically and mentally, you're not going to be as ready as you think you are. And if you're a company who is, is giving three days of bereavement leave and you expect me to be back next Monday, uh, I'm not ready. Uh, you you best make some allowances for me when I come back, mm -hmm. or at least some understanding. Give me a chance to, to to take that five minute break or take a walk off my my uh, assignment if I need to. Take my my hazardous duties and hand them out to somebody else for a week. Mm -hmm. You know you know what's coming up for me right now is I'm thinking of people who are bereaved, who are will be going back into the office. They're doing Zoom now. Yeah. And maybe they haven't been acknowledged and they're heading back to the office. And what would you suggest to people? To make sure in advance, as respectful as possible to, to, to folks' privacy, of course, kind of let as many people in advance know what happened. Because if, if I go back in the workplace, uh, there's always compassion in the workplace. We develop relationships, whether they carry on beyond the workplace or not. We develop relationships at work, don't we? People care about us. And when I walk back into the office and somebody is uh, unsure of what happened with my loss, or they don't know the story at all, what are they going to do? They're going to ask me. Right. So I may spend my first two or three days being barraged with, with repeating the event of the loss. Um, and hopefully I can tactfully say, 
I, I don't feel like talking about it right now. Thank you very much. But as you can imagine, that that can be kind of wearing on you after a while when, when you repeat the story time after time after time because you feel compelled to. One of the biggest recommendations I have for any bereaved employee returning back is to get up with leadership and, and get up with them in advance and discuss this. Again, there's there really are three different types of organizations out there. And we talk about them. I mean, whether it's a nonprofit group, whether it's a for-profit group, they're all work organizations, right? Um, but you need to let them know that, that you're going to be you again. It's just going to take a little time and, and a little space. I think one of the dangers out there, and people don't look at it the same way that I do, but I talk about the three types of workplaces. And one is the compassionate ones that, that want to make sure that you're taken care of if you've had a loss. The other is the, the flip side of that coin, which is a hostile working place or work environment, but they are still out there, believe it or not. You know, the job is a job. And if you can't do it, get out. We'll find somebody else that will. But in between is the indifferent workplace. And is that indifferent workplace really any better than a hostile working place or work environment? Because if, if I come back to work and I'm sitting at my desk all day with my face down in my hands and, and nobody is doing anything, right? is that any better? Right. And a lot of it is the uncomfortableness of mortality. Face it, it's it's just something loss is uncomfortable to anybody else. And they want to get over your loss a lot faster than you are. We all know that. But um, it's tough, especially when you're indifferent to it. And I think we need to bring more light to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And realize uh, if you're listening to the show, you may be entering one of those environments. So maybe some kind of preparation talking to family members about it, you know, being aware of it, mm -hmm. reading one of your books, both of your books, Grief in the Workplace and Taking Your Grief Case to Work sure. will be good preparations for people who are going to re-enter the workspace. Well, I know writing's been really good for you. And I, I wanted to talk a little bit about your new book because mm -hmm. you've ventured into the world of uh, a novel. Yeah. Fiction, yes, I did. And it, it was amazingly therapeutic for me. Wow. So, so well, because it allowed me to take everything that I had gone through after Jonathan. Uh, after losing Jonathan, there were a number of uh, transitions that I went through, all of them positive. Um, it started out with a very negative thing, and it still is. I, I don't want to lose Jonathan. Uh, but I've transgressed in ways that I never thought were imaginable. And Believe it or not, this fiction allowed me to categorize that. Oh. Say, hey, I went through this phase. I went through this phase. I grew by doing this. I experienced this and it was so helpful. And I was able to take a storyline and weave that into something that's got some action, some adventure, uh, weave it a romance, um, you know, horses, black bears, um, Native American Indians. And I turn it into what I thought was... Um, well, let's just say it's therapeutic for me, and I hope it's entertaining and and uh, and it touches others that have experienced the same thing that I have, which is either a loss or any profound event in your life that makes you think, uh, my God, I, I've gone through the fire. Where am I now? How do I move forward? Is yeah. this it? Yeah. No, it's not those it. Are, those are powerful questions. Oh, they are. And, and you know, it all brings us back to just realizing that that to me, I think the theme of the book is the journey is actually our destination. Huh? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. The, the, the true destination of our life is to, to experience this journey that we're going through, meet wonderful people and grow and develop together. And, 
discover what unconditional love really is. Yeah. You know, with, without my son, I don't think I would have ever known. And, and no offense to anybody that I've been in a romantic relationship with. But, <laughs> uh, I don't think I would have ever experienced the, the level of unconditional love that I experienced with John. And I, even if I knew I'd lose him after 16 years, I'd never give that up. Never. Yeah. So the, tell us the, how people can get your book and where they find you and all your books. Well, they're all on Amazon, but they're also all on my website, rglenkelly.com, uh, both in ebook and, and paperback. Uh, but they're available on Amazon as well. Well, thank you again. It's so great to see you again and take care. Uh, the pleasure is always mine. Thank you. Ron, thank you. Thank you for your energy and your light. And thank your son, because he is definitely your guiding light here. I love how his spirit is shining. So. Oh, thank you. And it, it's the, the pleasure is all mine. I, I, you know, I walk in your shadows. I always have. And, and I'm so appreciative for everything you do out there. Thank you. Well, thank thanks you. everybody for joining us on this show today. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.